thinking of getting metal legs. Hard work, steely resolve, and sure, grittiness. It starts with an attitude. We need swagger, okay? Regardless of what happens out there, doesn't matter. Keep your swagger. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We're your hosts today, TJ, Zach, and Raj. Hey there. Hey, hey, hey. Full crew tonight. Raj, you did a great job holding it down for us in the last episode by yourself. Well done. Scared and alone. You did great. So we're Five Hole Fantasy Hockey. You can find us on Twitter at FHF Hockey. You can join the Fantasy Hockey Discord. We got your weekend preview coming at you. We're going to preview the weekend. We're giving you some pointers. We're actually flush with teams that play Friday and Sunday. So this is like a more normal week. Uh, we're going to get into some news, you know, prep you for the week ahead. We're going to start off with injuries. Nikita Kucherov, L-T-I-R. Uh, some people are saying this could be as much as like 10 weeks, right? Like, what are you thinking? You, you feel like you've seen something like this before? Yeah, he's played like three games in two seasons. It, it definitely sucks for Kucherov owners, especially when you're drafting him, you know, fourth or fifth overall. It is a gut punch. This year will be different. This fucking three games in two seasons. That's brutal. This is brutal. 100-point pace while he's there, but he's never there. Uh, Andre Palat right back up into a spot where he was a 69-point player last year. Real nice. And uh, I don't know. I guess we're interested in Palat at this point, but he's like really, really owned, so there's no, there's no going out and getting Palat or anything. Uh, Who do you feel like that hurts the most? Definitely Kucherov. <laughs> well, uh, that I'm saying who's still playing. Uh, I mean, his line mates, shit. Um, Sorelli, whomever he's playing with. Uh, Stamkos is going to take a hit. I mean, everybody on that top power play. Everybody. I think it hurts Sorelli the most. I'll give you that one. Kalorn is better at you know producing his own offense. Sorelli is kind of... Not that he can't, but he's... A better passer than, let's say, Kalorn is. Yeah, he's more of a background character. He's not like a main character. He's definitely like... Jonathan, he's a young Jonathan Taze. Uh, Mike Smith on IR. We got a uh, Twitter question that we were talking about in our group chat here. Somebody had Mike Smith. He's going on IR. And the options were, what, Swayman, Vanacek, Holtby, or Koskinen. Now, you could slide Koskinen right in there, get all the same games... But Koskinen, we have found in recent years that uh, he's he's a no good. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I mean, it's it's well put. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's they went out and got Mike big Smith. Facts. Is like, how bad he is. <laughs> right, Mike Smith is better. Yeah, uh, that that's saying something. Yeah, Mike Smith had a great year last year, but you know, the best year in a decade for him. Still, I think that Koskinen is the answer. I do. If for that for that question, I think Koskinen is the answer if you're looking to fill that void for that whole time. The whole thing, my whole thing is there's question marks around all of those other guys. Holtby, more of a placeholder, if you will. Uh, you said Vanacek. We don't exactly know what's going on between the Vanacek and Samsonov, you know, kind of... Uh, 
duel that they have going on. So, like, some of these other players, Swayman is... I don't know who's going to be the starter, who's going to be the backup there. He did not play well against the Flyers tonight, so that doesn't look for that doesn't look fantastic for Swayman's outlook. I, I just think that there's a lot of question marks around the other players that are available. That's why I think Koskinen is your is your go to guy on this one. Yeah, getting beat by Martin Jones doesn't look good on anybody's resume. But think of it, the kind of going along with what you're saying, these are the players that are on his waiver wire for goalies. Why not just live the lifestyle? Go zero G until Mike Smith gets back. Stream in a Swayman. Stream in a Vanacek. I mean, you got Holtby on your waiver wire. Koskinen. Like, if you want, you can spot start those guys. There's some good uh, good back-to-backs coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, there are some great back-to-backs, so you know you're going to get uh, some spot starts. Like, it's not bad. You can get your starts on these back-to-backs and pick good ones. Yep. So, Dylan that submitted this question to us. Uh, I think, you know, spot starts are your answer. Make sure you get your minimum starts, but ride the wave along the way. Give zero G a try for the next couple weeks. You know, Zach, I know you're bringing up uh capo Kakinen for this weekend. And I think that's capo Kakinen is the answer right there. That That's a spot start worth having. Um, I, Anaheim looks good. So I don't know how that back to back is going to go, but Hey man, that's what it is. Both the Hughes brothers are out. Uh, Jack Hughes is day-to-day, injured late in the first period. And Raj, what do you know about uh, Quinn? That's undisclosed. We had no idea what's going on. He mispracticed, didn't play um, against a... Was it a hard-fought game against Buffalo, or or how'd that go for you, bud? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) We got beat by the number one team in the league. Best goal differential in the league. Undefeated obviously describing buffalo right now yeah exactly that's who beat us but how weird how weird it's bizarre there's a lot of bizarre things going on but no i don't know what's going on with quinn hughes it, he was just kind of all of a sudden day to day um yeah nobody said anything puts oel on the top power play it does oel not really you know waiver wire material or anything but if the off chance you're uh in one of those leagues, I would give him a shot here. Brock Besser came back to line up. Um, Yanni Gord, Zach, uh, you talked about Yanni Gord as a streamer like two weeks ago, and I was like, no way he's going to be back so soon. And and he's back pretty soon. Uh, so Yanni Gord. I told you seat. he was skating back then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, flew under my radar. Uh, Yanni Gord, back. Takes one C. What do we think about Jared McCann and his outlook if he's like 2C here? And Jared McCann was playing so damn well. Yeah, I wonder if, if I don't think he'll see any less opportunity. Like, they'll be able to roll those lines out. But you lose the line mates, even though Jaden Schwartz hasn't done shit so far. You know, there's there's deployment, there's quality of teammates and things like that that he'll lose out on. But he's still getting top power play. I mean, I think it goes without saying that Jared McCann probably takes a step back in our projections. But um, what do you think? Is he still somebody worth holding? Holding? No. And I'm actually currently a Jared McCann owner. It just didn't make sense for me to drop him right now. Um, I will be dropping him, however. And I would even, you know, prefer to pick up a, a Yanni Gord. But we just talked about Brandon Tanev. Mm. We know he can go through those, you know, um, you know, streaks where he is on it. He was. He cooled off a little bit, I would say. But that's still a decent line. I still like Jared McCann, but yes, he is droppable for sure. What about you, Raj? How do you feel about Jared McCann now that he is a uh, 2C? I'm out. I did have him somewhere, and I dropped him. 
Now, don't get me wrong. He's still good for like a quick stream, but yeah. he's not somebody that you're holding on to. Like I held on to him for what? Probably TJ. It's been five days or five, six days. Yeah. Something like I'm that. For a couple of games now. He was kind of a fringe own at any rate in like a 12 team league. Yeah, so. Exactly. So he was the bottom of my roster as it were. If it makes sense for you, like there's no, you know, don't, don't carry guilt with dropping the guy. I don't think. Nathan McKinnon returned. Uh, Mike Hoffman returned. This one happened kind of abruptly. Three shots, four shot attempts. Uh, he had three hits. He's not typically a hitter, but maybe the Montreal thing is happening for him. Um, you know, no stat line other than that. Played 16-36. How are we feeling about, uh, you know, Mike Hoffman here now that he's back? I, you know, again, another fringe streamer. Montreal does kind of mute anybody's um, offensive ceiling, especially... For fantasy, because they tend to roll lines and power plays. But uh, what do you think? I, I think that they just got shut the fuck out by the San Jose Sharks. Mm-hmm. So rough. That's that's what I that's what I think. He did get a lot of power play time. He got sixty one percent in his first game. Man, uh, and we were talking about Jared Allen. Um, Raj, I think you were out. Zach, I think you were in. I mean, I'm not going to blame you. We all thought you know this is a guy that's going to see volume for what was a team that was just in the Stanley Cup final. Not necessarily eating crow on this one. I don't think there's egg on anybody's face, but things have just not gone the way that anybody planned for Jake Allen here. Um no. We got to be we got to be off this train, right? Oh god, yeah. I mean, the whole team is terrible and he's a big part of it. <laughs> you know, that's that's it. Don't hold back, man. Hoffman going to save the day or what? I mean, they're 0-4. They've scored three goals in four games as a team. And Allen, I mean, he's played three of the games, and he's led in 10. So he was actually better than uh, than the backup. I can't even remember who the backup is. Samuel Montembeau. Yeah, right? Who didn't really do that great either. Buffalo, San Jose are their two worst losses. I don't know. Something is a wrong. And like a and a straight shellacking, like a shellacking from San Jose. So going back to Dylan's Twitter question, uh, these are the caveats to zero G as, you know, everybody pretty much collectively thought that Jake Allen was going to be a home run here. And it has just not turned out that way. So, you know, stream at your own discretion. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's that. Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty. Stone is somewhere between day-to-day and week-to-week. Pacioretty is somewhere in the neighborhood of six weeks. Um, top line is now the Misfit line with Hoffman, or not Hoffman, um, Carlson, Marcheseau, and Smith. And then the second line is like Dadnov. Uh, DFO is on the fritz, but it's it's Dadnov, uh, Stevenson. Stevenson and and Wah. And, and Nicholas Wah. So... Let's talk about Evgeny Dadnov versus Riley Smith because that is that is what that's what the answers are at this point. Like those are the two most appealing streamers uh, due to these injuries. Do you like Riley Smith? Do you like Evgeny Dadnov? What what would you guys say? I am definitely Team Riley Smith. Me too. In this situation, yeah. me too. Only seventeen percent owned. He's you know definitely going to be available, and they have a good matchup this weekend. Um, so you, you're looking for somebody from Vegas, but it we don't like Evgeny Dadnov. I know he scored, what, last night or something like that, but I don't trust him. Yeah. I, I, I trust what I know 
of Riley Smith is. And I also like that, um, like that line way better. Sounds like you got daddy issues. <laughs> do have daddy issues. I do have daddy issues and I like Riley Smith way better. Yeah, way too. better. Me too. They do have Dadnov on the Theodore unit, but that's not saying too much because the rest of the unit is Stevenson, Patrick, Kolasar. Uh, Keegan Kolasar, somebody to look at, very deep leagues. He's banging up. He's banging bodies at this point, but he's seeing some power play time too with the Theodore unit. So I think right now could be in your deep leagues. Keegan Kolasar, I had him here as a, as, as a streaming pickup. Somebody that, what is he, 2% owned? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He hits, and now he's seeing power play time as far as left-wing lock is telling me, check him out, Keegan Colasar. And he's no stranger to fighting either, if you're in a PIM league. But, like, in all honesty, which power play unit do you like better? Uh, definitely the Petrangelo. The Theodore unit or the, Petrani, or yeah, the Petrangelo, Petrangelo unit. unit with Riley Smith. And Martinez, yeah. I mean, that looks like a power play unit. The other one looks like a patchwork. Uh, there's not much going on there. Like, you got Keegan Colasar, Nolan Patrick, Evgeny Dadnov, Chandler Stevenson who, you know, if he's out there, I might take a look at him too. But, you know, he was so much more appealing between Pacioretty and Stone now that he's between Wah and, you know, fucking Dadnov, man. Like, you know, Stevenson's... That's a much different situation. (laughs) Yeah, that's a little different. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know how I feel about Stevenson at this point, but, you know, I'm I'm for Riley Smith. That line has so much continuity, so much chemistry at this point, and they're going to be getting more minutes. You're not trotting a you know dadnov stevenson or wild line out there as your top line you're going you're defaulting to this marches line so yeah, for uh, sure. i think riley smith's the answer for sure and then i got keegan kolasar uh, i'm all about that all right uh moving forward in our injury report chris drieger is on ir pavel buchnevich suspended two games for headbutting lawson kraus this is going to look good for our boy jordan kiru who was a streamer suggestion and absolutely exploded. Just had, what, a four-point night? Four-point game with, like, 13 fucking minutes. So good for the kid. He's going to get some more minutes while Bujanavich is out because that right-wing depth is going to trickle up or however you want to call it. But, yeah, I see Kiru maybe breaking 15 minutes in the next game. Uh, but that was an absolute slam dunk. Like, you know, St. Louis, they're looking really good. I think they're one of the only undefeated teams left, you know, right there with Buffalo. Up against Arizona, you got to stack against Arizona, and Kiru made the most sense. So um, if anybody out there streamed in Kiru on our suggestion, I'm glad you did. I did myself, and it was it was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I like points. Uh, Nick Robertson. Points are all right. Not that he was playing in the NHL, but there was a lot of hopes for it in our Dynasty crew. Nick Robertson fractured his leg. He'll be out 10 weeks You know, with Andre Kasha already on the shelf because he looked at an ice skating rink. And, uh, you know, there's there's no chance that Nick Robertson gets in. Brian Rust is week to week. Pittsburgh is unrecognizable right now. You know, you got your top line of, I think it's like Evan Rodriguez. Jesus, it's, it's uh, I mean, they're streaming options. We'll say that much. It's Jeff Carter, Danton Heinen, and Jake Gensel. Uh, second line, Zucker, Rodriguez, and Kapanen. Uh, Rodriguez has been doing well, actually. He, he's taking shots, which I'm really happy about. Jeff Carter still, I think, head and shoulders in the streaming For sure. superstar right now. Hoffman returned. You know, we already talked about that one. Let's get into the news. Evander Kane suspended 21 games. So we have, you know, a, a timeline for Evander Kane. Are you guys biting? He's suspended. So he's not going to fit into your IR plus in Yahoo. So he's going to chew up a dead roster spot, I think, until... 
December, like mid-December or something like that. And then after that, there's still the question mark, does he play for San Jose? Do they let him play for them? Let somebody else waste a roster spot. That would be my suggestion to you. Play defense. 100%. What do you think, Raj? Vander Kane, any interest? Not particularly. The one I was actually just got me thinking. I'm just, I know the guys are listening to to this episode, so I better do it quick. Um, We have, I joined one league this year where there's like 10 bench. Um, So in that case, I might actually consider it because no one else is going to do it. But there's literally 10 bench. Nine bench is plenty to play around with. You have a ton of flexibility. Yeah. So, and that is the one rare case in a very odd league that I'm. Now that you mention it, I'm actually considering it. But generally speaking, I don't want to hold him for a quarter of a season to hope he comes back. Yeah, you should go add the guy right now. Uh, Rupee Hints, I think he was like a fifth or a sixth round draft pick, you know, according to Yahoo ADPs, things like that. He is averaging 13.39 of time on ice. He's got eight shots through four games and no points. He's minus two. You know, a couple hits, a couple blocks, you know, leaving ADP and, you know, let's not use the word bust or anything like that as much as I want to at this point. But uh, is there hope or is this a buy low point or are we thinking about cutting bait altogether? What would you do with Rupee Hints? It's hard to say that you want to cut bait right away, especially with the draft capital you invested like two weeks ago. Yeah, it. I'm not going to lie. It. I always say don't get too attached to players, but that one might be a little tough. It, it definitely is harder um, the higher that you, you draft him. But I'm not sold on him doing as poorly as he's done. You know what I mean? He's still shooting the puck. Give him some time. If you drop him, I'm picking him up, I guess is the answer. Roger, what say you? I am not a fan. His power play percentage too, like the share. He's getting like 34% of the power play time. Best case scenario, I don't think is, is like the upside is not super high. So I would not be wasting my time. I think Sagan coming back kind of put an, a damper on him for sure. Next up, I got Sam Reinhart right now. Bumped off line one, bumped off power play one, um, but finally scored. So all he needed was a demotion to get things going, I guess. Um, sounds about right. Sounds about right. What are we thinking here? Um, you know, I, obviously a lot of us were pretty high on Sam Reinhardt in Florida. You know, sure thing. It seemed like, you know, in top line with Barkov, put Duclair up there. A couple questions. How are we feeling about Anthony Duclair and how are we feeling about uh, Sam Reinhardt at this point? I'm still in on the sloth. I'm, I'm still in on it. I, I think he could get back into the, the good graces. Um is he a player that I'm really holding on to, like, and clutching on to? Um, no, but I would be wary about dropping him. Oh, yeah. I know what Anthony Duclair is. He's he's He can score points. He can score goals. But do you think that a 60% shooting percentage is going to continue? I don't. He's got goals in three straight. Yeah, on five shots. I don't think that that is going to continue. So, yeah, that's great to have him there now. And that's a great streamer. Perfect example of a great streamer right there. Goal scored yesterday, 60% shooting percentage right there. But 
Long term, I think that Sam Reinhart fits in better with how that line plays. Uh, yeah, Duclair fits well, even though he was top line. Uh, his time on ice only barely broke 12 minutes. So I really don't know what they got going on there uh, as far as like who's who's skating the rest of the minutes with the top line. Because you look at Barkov's uh, time on ice and it's huge. It's like almost double. Um, so I just I, I don't know. Are they rotating? What's going on there? Uh, but he's he's scoring goals. I think his average time on ice is somewhere around 11 minutes now. Probably not even. Yeah, declares it under 11 minutes. And Hornquist takes his spot on the top power play, who we were just shitting on the other day. You know, his time on ice is still barely above 11.30. It's not even there yet. But, you know, as a top power play guy, Sam Bennett, we don't know what's going on with him. He is out at the moment. But, you know, there's not panic or doesn't look long-term or anything. I think it was just like a maintenance day or what have you. But E2 Luo Serenin was taking a spot on the top power play. So that looks like a placeholder. That doesn't look like, you know, an actual option when you got Owen Tippett who could slide up there, Sam Reinhardt even. So it does look like a placeholder. But, um, you know, Patrick Hornquist, 10-37 in his last game. This move to the top power play, has it moved the needle for you guys at all? No. No, I think that he was a fringe player and he, you know, still is interested with a stream, but I'm dropping him after those games started. So I'm, I'm dropping into 701. Yeah. I'm not worried about Reinhardt either, actually. Like right now, Reinhardt is got better st- stats than Huberto. So I'm not too worried. You know, it's like we're sitting here saying, yeah, drop Huberto. He's a piece of shit. Like I would hold on to Reinhardt uh, for now. You guys ready to get weird? Oh, no. I'm going to talk yeah. about Kevin Shattenkirk, who's doing stuff. So many stuff. Anaheim is doing stuff. Points in four straight. Shattenkirk got points four straight. He's got, uh, you know, eight blocks. He's got two hits. His shots aren't bad. I, you know, they're not great, but he's got seven in four games. But he's got five points in four games, too. You know, pretty pretty good minutes. I think he's getting top power play at this point. But what are you guys thinking about Kevin Shattenkirk? This screams, just stream it, right? Until it's over. It does. He's not even on the top power play. Shit me. Like, that's Jamie Drysdale. Yeah. The, what the fuck? Like, Silverberg is just going off, too. Like, it's... Yep. it's the whole league is, is a bit weird right now. Like, San Jose, Anaheim, Buffalo. San Jose is fifth in scoring. Anaheim isn't last in scoring. So things are definitely strange. Yeah. And Shattenkirk, by the way, is doing this all on, let's just say, a career high shooting percentage for early in the season, yeah. at least. Yeah. Small sample size. 43%. Is all 43%. That's his career with high, a career though. Career five point, career high of, or a career average of 5.8%. He has scored three goals on seven shots, boys. Yeah. It's safe to say it's going to end. But yes, is he a fantastic uh, streamer right now? Absolutely. Is he possibly a hold because Anaheim is gelling after, you know, years of being shitty? But now they actually, you know, their young talent is coming up and playing well? Maybe. Only time will tell. But um, yeah, it's going to regress from what it is right now. We can't even trash on their opponents either because they've They've been playing real teams, you know what I mean? This isn't They've been, they've been beating good teams. Yeah. Yes. So it's weird. San Jose, same thing, man. And and that's kind of where I want to 
I want to start digging into the best schedule of this weekend. San Jose is doing well. Eric Carlson's got a lot of points lately. A lot of points. I mean, 64% owned Eric Carlson. Just go check territory. Um, I drafted a couple shares of, of Eric Carlson just on the off chance that things would work. Um, you know, I said I said some things about San Jose and and how the brownies might taste, but they taste a little bit like crow at this point. And Timo Meyer, people are catching on. He's 42% owned. I think he was 23 the last time we talked about him. And, you know, a four-point game will fucking do that with some shots and some fucking hits. And, man, Timo Meyer was another hit for us. So, man, San Jose, not bad in their schedule. They play, they play three games in four nights. They play three games yeah, in four nights, and two of them are those off nights on Friday, Sunday. So, You know what? I have that as well about just the fact that them not playing on Saturday is also a boom for you. Because really, if you're picking up a player from San Jose and they're more of a fringe player, um, you're picking them up off the wire, you're not going to play them on a heavy Saturday anyway. Yeah. So having them for those off nights is buco. It's not, you know, it's not a, it's not an easy road ahead. They got Ottawa. Sure. That's fine. And then they got Toronto and then they have Boston. So, I mean, those are, those are two teams that you don't, you know, you don't stack up against when we're trying to stream or anything, but you do have those two off nights. Timo Meyer still available in over half of leagues. You're going to basically, you're going to get a, a peripheral floor if you're in a banger league. And if you're in a points league, shit, he put up four points in the last game. So Dude, he had 15 shots in two games, 15 shots in two games, seven and a half shots a That's game. That is sustainable. Not bad for a banger. Come on. Yeah, get get on some Timo Meyer, everybody. Well, there's Zach a whole bunch Ferraro. of guys on that team. Mario that are Ferraro, available and worth it. Yeah, worth a look. Ferraro bangs. He's seven percent owned. Go for that. There'll be some bangs. He scored, to be had. A, he scored a goal last night too. True. Goals for everybody. Who else you got from San Jose here? Uh, Couture's still there. He's got three points so far. He hits a bit. Number one power play, obviously. Five blocks in two games for a center, for your number one center. That's pretty pretty good. I just have a, I have a hard time believing that we're talking about how hot these teams are. But if you want to go super deep, LeBanc has two points, two games. I fucking hate him. I fucking hate Kevin LeBanc. Let's wait right here. If you want to, if you want to go super deep, Raj. Uh-oh. I know where you're going. You can, yeah. I mean, you could go zero percent. Do you want to go zero percent? Go zero. Let's we can go zero percent with Jasper Weatherby. Scoring points. He is scoring points, and I like points. He has a goal and an assist. He has two points in two games. Um, his shooting percentage is one hundred percent. However, nice. Um, so you know, That's what I'm talking about. Take that for what it's worth. But it's worth goals. Dude, his his one goal is on the power play. His one assist is on the power play. He's getting power play time as a fourth liner, but I watched that game last night, and he was making himself known on the ice. Um, he's one of those guys that if you're, if you're watching or listening to the game, you know that he's playing. I noticed him. Enough to say that, hey, this 0% player might be worth a stream. Might be. What do you think about Eklund? I, you know what? He was who I was going to bring up next. Um, also two points, both assists, 
also both on the power play. But then again, their power play is clicking right now very well, obviously. And Shattenkirk is is getting some of that too. But William Eklund is a guy that we brought up. Talk about Carlson. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean Carlson. <laughs> I, I didn't mean Shattenkirk. Sorry. Yeah, and Carlson is getting part of that too, obviously. Uh, their power play is playing very well right now. William Eklund also on that power play. Um, you definitely want to see him shoot more. Uh, but yeah, 15 minutes time on ice. He is getting, uh, what, second line time. Better and than Rudolph Balsers isn't even a bad look. I like Rudolph Balsers too. Rudy. So we talked about a few players from Vegas who also have a pretty pretty good looking schedule. They only have two games, but both of them are on off nights. You got Edmonton on Friday, and then you got the New York Islanders on Sunday. So without your two best forwards, these are going to be they're going to be tough games. Uh, I expect to see some blocks in there. So Alec Martinez, you know, obviously owned, but I also expect to see some hits, which is another reason I want to bring up Keegan Colasar, two percent owned. He's got plenty of hits through a couple games. And might see a fight if you're playing in Pimmers. Man, he's getting power play time at this rate. So if there's opportunity, right now is the time. Keegan Kolasar for very deep leagues at 2% owned. Obviously, Riley Smith and Evgeny Dadanov kind of marquee the streamers from Vegas this week. And, I mean, is there anything more to say about Smith versus Dadanov at this rate? I mean, I don't want to shit on Dadanov. Like, I'm not trying to tell anybody don't go pick him up. I do like Riley Smith better at this point, though. For sure. I picked up both, actually in a couple of leagues just because just because it's all off night so you're not cutting into anyone else's games so load up on games no daddy issues for you he hurt me in the past <laughs> he did <laughs> he did beat you like a a redheaded step um, he just he went out for a pack of smokes and never showed up that's true that's you, uh oddly enough uh martinez is not blocking that's, that's one sure. thing that's not happening alec martinez mm is like fifth on the team in blocks right now. Interesting. Who's number one? Braden McNabb. There's some bangs for you. He's okay. good. Uh, White Cloud's got a bunch, but yeah. White Cloud's actually well, got the same uh, same bangs as McNabb. couple options for that. I think, you know, I especially like that Islanders game for bangs. Oh, yeah. Like that. That's a that's a bang-heavy game. So yeah, White Cloud, you know, through two games, eight hits, seven blocks. Braden McNabb, eight hits, eight blocks. So right up there, McNabb's got a little bit better time on ice, not by a ton. I think both of those, I mean, McNabb, 6%, White Cloud, 4%. Both of these guys will be out there. If you're, you know, down on hits, down on blocks Sunday, I think those are the guys to go for. Keegan Colasar is the new Tyler Mott. Yeah. Six and a half hits a game right now. Not a guy. Yep, 13 through two games, so... That's a guy I'm going for. The best thing about Vegas, too, is next week that their schedule is pretty good. So, it, you know, if you're in limited ads or anything like that, um, Vegas does have one of the better schedules. There's a lot of really good schedules next week because Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday are all off nights. But if we're looking at Vegas's schedule here, I mean, everybody's got a pretty good, pretty good schedule. They got Colorado, Dallas and Anaheim all off nights, three games, three off nights. So. Uh, you know, Colorado, who knows how that's going to go. But uh, Boston, Boston's got uh, two off nights. It's just I don't know who to stream. I mean, I feel like Jake DeBrusque at this point is worth bringing up. Maybe Charlie Coyle just for even strength deployment. What do you guys think there? I, I have Charlie Coyle on this one. Um, it's got to happen sometime. Like he has this good deployment right now. 
Um, I mean, Taylor goal or Taylor Hall scored a goal tonight, uh, but that was on a breakaway. Yeah. You know, uh, so that's his line mate scoring a goal. He didn't get anything out of it. Uh, but dude, I mean, that line is a good line. It's playing with Craig Smith, who who we like, and and Hall, who scored, you know, eight goals in 16 games last year when he was on the uh, Bruins at the end of the year, um, comes out with his first goal tonight against the against the Flyers, which they won. So I'm happy about that. But uh, Charlie Coyle seems like, you know, the only real answer. I do kind of like Nick Foligno still, just as I like always liked Nick Foligno. Something happened to him tonight. He got hurt at did some I point. I he, yeah, he, he disappeared. That game. Yeah, I watched it too, and they, did, they brought it up for like a second in the third period. He just wasn't on the bench anymore. They didn't say anything about it. They just... You know, he just disappeared. Well, that's sad because I, I like Nick Foligno in general. Yeah, upper body, upper body injury. Let's talk about Craig Smith. Seven shots tonight for Craig Smith, so it brings him up to nine in two games. Uh, he's twelve percent owned and riding that same line as Charlie Coyle. Yeah, I got Craig Smith in a in a league, which I was nervous about, but he always does shoot. Though I mean that that's part that's a, a good part of his game. He's usually you know at least two shots a game. Um, but yeah, so those two available players on that second line, that's really who you're looking at. Um, I don't really know of anybody else that would really be available. Um, Forbert obviously would, would probably be available. Um, but from that third line, I'm not big on Halla. I'm not big on DeBrusque. Um, it's that second line availability. And those are your bets for, for me. I don't mind Nashville's schedule this weekend either. And Mikhail Granlund is somebody that mm-hmm. has been has been working. I mean, it's not something I trust, but it's it's working. Um, Mikhail Granlund, man, what's he got? And he's got four points through three games. Um, a goal on three shots, which isn't exactly what you're looking for. But he's got two power play points, which is not something that's usually a Nashville thing, is, is to you know really get these power play points going. They but two power play assists. Yeah. So they did it without Tolvanen. Yeah, Tolvanen still ripping shots. Oh my dude. He's God. got over five shots a game, 16 shots through three games. Yeah. He's fantastic. Just, yeah. Just and lovely. he's only in Granlund, only 7% owned. Yep. And Tolvanen right there at 24%. So I'm, I'm there for Tolvanen. Detroit is another, they stick out. And I think their opponents might be some of the, the most appealing the new york islanders have arizona but it's on saturday so if you can convince yourself like go get a paul mary and squeeze them into your lineup on a saturday it's going to be tough but i do think um anybody versus arizona is is one way to go but detroit is a team that has been surprising me as well we've been talking about all these teams that are coming out of nowhere detroit is sixth in the league right now in goals four per game uh, they're tied with Edmonton, if that tells you anything. They got over four goals a game. You know, a lot of it was that that Tampa Bay game. But, Jesus, if you can put up six against Tampa, I think it was, you start to write home about that. You write a letter. Is there anybody from Detroit that kind of tickles your fancy here? I mean, I know we were talking about Tyler Bertuzzi quite a lot and and how he's, you know, his, his games that he's missing, that Montreal game is going to be one of them. He's shot up to 70% owned at this point. He's also shot up to over 60% shooting percentage right now. 
So he's got five goals through three games on eight shots. If if shooting percentage is keeping you away from him, that's five goals that you've missed out on because you're afraid of shooting percentage. Well, yeah, I'm afraid of Bertuzzi, but I'm definitely afraid of it continuing. Obviously, at that rate, but I don't. I just can't believe that he's going to be a sniper. But there's really not too many other options, though, Raj. I mean, you can look on his same line. Um, I mean, Dylan Larkin, still only 50, uh, 57% owned. Dylan Larkin is still awesome. 57%. Three points. I'd say he's available. You know, Adam Ernie, 0% Lucas, owned. Lucas Raymond yeah. on that line as well. Three now, points for him as well. His, yeah, he only scored his, what, first goal ever in the NHL last night. But still, he's on that line with a Bertuzzi who is streaking right now, a player in Larkin who is their best player overall on the entire team. If he's that third wheel, I mean, I'm interested in the stream, if nothing else. That's a great line. Leading the, team, leading the team in shots is Pia Suter right now. He's got 11 shots. He's got no points, but he is shooting a ton. So this kid's trying. Uh, we should talk about um, Nick Letty. With three points, three assists so far. He's kind of the backbone of their defensive core. You got Philip Ronick up at the top. Mo Sider, the same way. Three games, three assists, only three shots, four hits, and a block. So, like, you know, he's providing some peripheral value. I do think his performance is getting overblown a bit. Um, but it, it's, you know, it's nothing to, to sneeze at. Yeah, he's, uh, I just he's, think there's a lot of coming. hype there. He's getting minutes. Fall is coming. It's getting chilly. He's it's time for some mo apple cider. <laughs> Sweet apple cider. Yeah, he's getting he's getting more minutes than Letty, which is surprising. That was my worry with cider. Like it's it's cool to to like the young guys and stuff, but I was concerned that he wasn't going to get is much <laughs> phrasing. Um, yeah, I was just concerned about the the uh the minutes but he's he's maybe the most minutes actually he is the most minutes on oh, no, Ronix 2355 yeah. yeah did you guys ever try dickens they make a cider um anyway i mean there's 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 value in detroit right now like robbie fabry's doing stuff uh philip Ronick kind of doing stuff but like you know like you saying like larkin is available in over a third of leagues just go check. I mean, fucking have some fun. Adam Ernie is doing quite a bit. And uh, I think he's adding a ton of peripherals too. So Adam Ernie, eight hits, three blocks, five shots, three points so far. He's getting 1535. He is 0% owned. So we're going to talk about a 0% owned guy here. You got Keegan Colasar at two, Mikhail Granlund at seven, Mario Ferraro at seven, and Adam Ernie at zero. So somebody for everybody yeah if you noticed i posted some of our results in the discord from our streamers last week if you had a team of just people we suggested as streamers you would you would have been leading any of our listener leagues my god of just people we suggested off the wire so we suck at drafting i think that's what that says (laughs) i need to listen to you guys more often Kiru. I, I definitely bid on Kiru. I bid on Riley Smith. Uh, that game is going on right now. I'm excited to go check it out. But that's it for the weekend uh, preview, yeah? Do you guys got anything left? Uh, the only other place that we didn't really talk about is Buffalo. 
Oh God! Where just take your pick. If there's anybody you want, I guarantee you, you can have them. Like Olaf, Victor Olafson. Why not? I mean, he might get you a goal. Jeff Skinner. Two two games this weekend. We didn't really talk about uh, Minnesota too much, did we? Nope, not at all. Yeah, they got the Sunday game. I like that. They have the back to back, like we were talking about earlier in the episode, and it's Saturday Sunday, which makes it interesting. So you can you know maybe start off with an Edmonton back to back. On Thursday, Friday, drop that player, switch over, get a uh, Saturday, Sunday player. Or if for you ZRG guys, I think that Capo Kakinen is a really good pickup. He's going to most likely, uh, what, he's looking at getting that Anaheim game. But if you're worried about getting starts, you can plug him in there. Is Anaheim going to continue to play the way they're playing? I don't know. However, I do also know that Capo Kakinen is a really good player. I am very high on him. Always have been. Probably always will be. I'm going to keep on going with him. I also think he's a really good pickup, but I just remember last year when he didn't see action for a while and then he came back and he was garbage. So I just want to throw out the caveat, just so everybody has full transparency. I still think he's a good pickup, but just remember... That when Kakanen doesn't play, or at least once before, when he didn't play for a while, when he comes in cold, uh, he wasn't that good. So I just want to throw that out there. Well, the whole thing is, uh, as far as like a lot of those goes, um, if you're not Nadelkovich, I'm not interested in Detroit's goalie. If you're not UC Soros, I'm not really interested in Nashville's goalie. Both of the Islanders' goalies are, are already on rosters. I could only imagine. Mm, a lot of people jumping ship on Sorokin. Sorokin's like 92% or something like that. Yeah, a lot of people jumping ship there. Just, uh, you know, he hasn't had great results. So we're just really going on availability here as well. He should be out there. Okay, so let's let's talk about Detroit here. Nedeljkovic and Tomasz Greisch. They see Montreal, who's been struggling, and Chicago, who's been struggling, and Detroit's been hot. Are you saying you wouldn't touch either of those goalies. Like, say, you know, Kakinen's owned, and and say Sorokin obviously is owned, and maybe David Riddick comes back from COVID, whatever the hell he's got going on, and he's owned, too. It's not the most intimidating back-to-back set with, you know, Montreal and Chicago. You're not touching Ned, you're not touching Grice? Uh, Nedeljkovic, I would think, is, you know, mostly owned. What, is he maybe in, like, the 70s or something like that? Um, but Grice, uh, not not so much. Um, really, I think that Montreal will come out of the funk that they are in. And Chicago, you're still going up against elite scoring. I wouldn't want to touch that Chicago game. I think that they're going to bounce back, to be honest with you. And Montreal, like I said, is going to come out of it I don't know, at man. some point in time. Will it be Will it be tomorrow? Or, I mean, will it be Saturday? I, I don't really know. Um, but I think they will. So here's the thing. Okay, so Ned is under 50% owned. Grice is 17%. He's got a 969, two wins through two games played. And that's shocking. <laughs> yeah. I know. I don't trust it. I guess if you needed it, like if you need another start or, or something like that, then then give her. But um, it's games against Vancouver and games against Columbus. These are, you know, those weren't, those are real opponents. I, I would, I would try Grice. I would try Grice. You know, keep your ear to the ground. I would I would give Grice a go, whether it's Chicago, whether it's Montreal. It's it's just as risky as any other goalie pickup, I think. So I'm just going to throw that out there, that there's a back-to-back to look for, you know, going into Sunday if you need to meet starts. Wanted to give it a shot. 
Okay, that's Curtains, boys. So we'll catch you guys for the week preview coming up on Sunday. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at FHF Hockey. You can join the Fantasy Hockey Discord. We have surpassed a thousand quite handily at this point. So come hang out because we're having a real good time. So uh, we'll catch you guys later. We love yous. Love you. Love yous.